Sesame Street is coming to SeaWorld, a favorite tradition returns to Busch Gardens, and we go kayaking on the Gulf Coast. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and our rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at sunshinestatepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to the show. We've got a lot to talk about uh, in the early parts of this episode. Actually, the, through the whole thing, we've got quite a bit. Uh, it's a pretty full-packed show here. i got a lot of news to, to talk about. We always have a lot of things we, to talk about. We do. That's why we have a podcast. Well, there's always a lot going on here. It's, it is. It's, it's part of living in paradise. It's one of those things where it's, you know, we're not doing a tourist show about Omaha, Nebraska. There's always no, something. We're not. There's always cool news to talk about. Always something cool to to bring up and share and, you know, it's funny and discuss and debate that um the the price of living in paradise i i today at work actually i had dennis phillips from our local rule seven a- yeah our local abc affiliate um wfts he came and and spoke to us about hurricanes and and he talked about how that's you know hurricanes are the price you have to pay for living in paradise and and it's so true we really do live in paradise it's april no what's today what's today may 2 and it's 85 degrees out it won't be paradise in a month in a month, I'll be like, bring back that March weather. It'll still be paradise. It'll just be a hot paradise. But you got to meet Dennis Phillips. Dennis Phillips, he's our local meteorologist guy. I'm kind of a weather nerd. You may know him if you if you think of a meteorologist who always wears suspenders. He's the suspenders guy. Phillips. He's like a celebrity during hurricane season. I actually love this dude. He he does these live Facebook chats during hurricane season, like when there's a storm approaching, and he comes out and he takes questions from people, and he's really. He's really knowledgeable, but he doesn't freak you out either. Like he comes on, he tells yeah. you exactly well, what the scoop is. And that's and what, what rule expect. number seven is all about, which is don't freak out unless I'm freaking I fre- out. Yep. And, he even says, don't. And I'm never freaking out. Yep. Much. Rule seven, rule seven. <laughs> Although, but right last year before Irma, Irma the last yeah. couple hours or days before Irma, he was like, okay, guys, rule seven, I'm freaking well, out. Well, you know what's funny is he talked about that today too, and how when he finally did, because he lives over in like Palm Harbor area, which is like right so near he's the by water. the ocean, yeah. Yeah. And he said that um, as he. He his family left. His family evacuated. He was going to work, but he, so he piled all of his like photographs and like hard drive and all the stuff in the back of his car. And he said that he the looks on his neighbors' faces oh, were like, man. Uh, "Oh if my gosh, he's freaking if out. He's it's leaving, time to. Oh, we need to go." Wow. So yeah, because he never freaks out. Yeah. So. Oh man. Well, hopefully we'll see a lot less of him in the next few months i hope so I that's hope starting so. soon it's yeah, uh in an, only, a, only a month from now we got to start thinking about that yeah last year during irma i told myself i was funny i was just talking to a uh, to a, a friend of mine today about this i said last year during irma right before irma i was freaking out so bad about the windows because everybody was out of plywood and everybody there was nothing yep. to cover the windows with and we right. had these big windows with a lot of trees back there we do and I told myself, next hurricane season, I'm not going to be caught with my pants down. I'm going to get the plywood. I'm going to get something to cover the windows up. 
And here we are a month away, and I still haven't done it yet. So no I'm plywood. just as bad as everybody else. I have to. I got to make myself do that. Well, so. we, and we had absolutely no problems with our windows. We had we problems. Didn't. Everything was good. with our our concrete walls. <laughs> yes, we had water coming in. Anyway, that's a different show for a different day. Maybe maybe another day we'll talk about our whole hurricane experience when we get there. Maybe we'll have another one to talk about this year. But we have a lot of news. We are. Um, I found a few cool articles to talk about this week about some new stuff that is coming to Central Florida around the whole area. Oh, yeah? Some cool stuff. Yeah, so um, SeaWorld. By Central Florida. Okay, so Orlando. Across, yeah, Orlando. Tam- I got something from a little bit of Tampa and a couple Orlandos here. So okay. SeaWorld is just announced today, as a matter of fact. They're building a whole new Sesame Street land over there at really? SeaWorld. Yep. So... It's going to open in spring of 2019. Who, who else has a Sesame Street land? Bush Gardens, Bush Gardens does. does. And then, so I think it's like Disney's got Mickey Mouse and all those Disney well, guys, Well, Bush Gardens obviously. and SeaWorld are the same company. They so are. obviously they have the rights. Right. So so <laughs> it's funny, though. Sesame Street is like their their little character. Six Flags has got... They used to have... Well, they used to have Bugs Bunny and those dudes, and they had some, oh, okay. some DC, like Batman mm-hmm, walking right. around. Right. I remember the DC. Universal has got, obviously, all everything they have. They have Spider-Man, all the Marvel dudes, and then they've got... Of course, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, of course, Mickey Mouse and that whole crew at at Disney. Disney, so and Disney's taking over Marvel too. Yeah, eventually you'll have have Star Lord and Iron Man walking around. I know. I can't wait. Everybody. I can't wait. I'm still, my mind is still blown. The movie by, was by great. The Avengers movie. <laughs> when when Thanos we, oh, found stop, the, stop, when stop, he stop. found the last Horcrux and then Batman showed up, oh, blew my mind. It was such a good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, go. And we will not give you any spoilers. But it's it was great. really good. It was great. One of my most mind blowing movies I've seen in the past in yeah, a long time. It was, it was awesome. absolutely excellent. So yeah, I guess SeaWorld, Bush Gardens. They've got they've got Big Bird. They got Elmo and the Cookie Monster. So they're building this whole SeaWorld. Sesame Street land. It says here you're going to have, they're actually going to be building Sesame Street. You're going to see. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I guess it's going to be like a recreation. You're going to see the famous one, two, three stoop, uh, Hooper's yeah, store, Big Bird's Nest, all that good oh, stuff. That's is really this, cool. That'll take me back to when the kids were little. Yes. Is it, it's, I wonder how they're going to incorporate this into a SeaWorld land though. I feel like. Yeah, that is kind of weird. It's cool to have its own little thing. There's but not really a what's water. What's the SeaWorld The tie-in? only water thing that I can think of with SeaWorld world this is not even remotely close is um ernie and his rubber ducky yeah <laughs> it says there's going to be a play area here the guy i'm i'll read the, their little press release here it's the most like dry corporate press release ever but this uh seaworth orlando president jim dean he said we are excited to transport our guests into the colorful and creative world of sesame street through immersive theming character interactions and interactive play that's that's it so hmm. not really any clues there on what there is going to be that. yeah it sounds or, like some computer some, wrote it or well our pr person wrote PR it pro- <laughs> it's, doesn't give a whole lot of detail but i guess there will be a uh, wet and dry play area so i guess maybe a well, splash they have park that at bush gardens too um there's a wet and dry area f- of their sesame street area it sounds like they're going to basically so, take the bush gardens thing and pour the, it over here the idea of recreating sesame street the actual street with the soup and everything that's really cool yeah I, I would like to see that there is like a little rendering this came from orlandoweekly.com i'll post the link on our uh show notes there was a rendering there was a picture it was a little not super detailed but it kind of showed you a little bit what it's going to look like okay so i just wonder how the the sea world tie-in comes there because i feel like we mentioned this before i feel like sea world they they've they've got a lot of issues they got a lot of problems over there and i think that they do they They need to kind of get away from 
certain well maybe that's what they're doing yeah they're getting away from from the whales and moving toward the elmos I, i've said this like snuffleupagus that's the snuffleupagus <laughs> if they can make this like a water version of bush gardens bush gardens has your animals this they've got you know fish right. and, and uh walruses and stuff and, and we talked about this a little bit in our worst attractions um episode where you said that that was like your number one. Yeah, it's the the whale show. It's just it needs to go. whether you want it there or not. It's just it's tearing the whole park down. People are avoiding your park because of the whales. So yeah. I feel like it's time to do something there. But there is a lot of stuff going on at SeaWorld. They've got they're building another water ride and there's a lot of stuff happening. Well, over and there. I think, too, like I think isn't there two different roller coasters at SeaWorld that um, that people really gave you a hard time for on your roller coaster yeah, video that you didn't address those two it was like mako they were and, on my list but they, i wasn't they weren't what, high enough what it was, was people the other gonna, mako and uh there was mako there's three roller coasters there there's mako manta and uh, kraken okay and at the time that i had done, put the list I together that, i don't think Matt, Mako Manta was there. Mako was brand new when I put, when I put that list yeah. together, and so uh, I actually hadn't ridden it yet. I just was kind of going by how what it looked like in the, like yeah. the POV videos well, I watched. People were very upset. People were like, "How is this not number one? How is it number one?" But people have an opinion about everything. So. Oh yes, they do. I still every time I see the comments pop up on that, it's like, well, it's funny because oh dear, here's when, another one. When I'm logged in, <laughs> when I'm logged into YouTube uh, under uh, our channel, little every comment shows up in the bottom right corner. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, yeah. so if you have a yeah. YouTube channel, anytime someone leaves a comment, and every day I see ten or twenty comments flowing in on that video, and it's always. How is Space Mountain is number ridiculous. one? How oh is this one on this? But yeah, maybe L- I'll do a follow up. L M A O. Yeah. I can't believe that his number one. <laughs> and you can't even address every comment. So you just let it roll. I don't even. Yeah. Don't even Absolutely. talk about it. You can't let it bother you. So that's SeaWorld. I totally get why your number one is your number one. I understand completely. And I get it. I have memories with my own family on there. Maybe I'll revisit revisit that list. We'll do lots more lists. I've got another list coming up. I got another working on another video for that channel right now. But um, this is another one, another piece of news here. Bush Gardens. This is near and dear to my heart. Okay. So for, for fifty years, Bush Gardens was owned by Anheuser Busch, and oh, I think I heard about yeah. this one. So when you go there, it was a for fifty years. You go to the little hospitality house. And you would get free beer. They would everybody. They would give you two glasses of beer per person. Yep. And about, I know it was a big. It was a big hit. They had all these taps. It was just it was Anheuser Busch stuff, but they had a pretty decent selection. And you could go you up could there and ask beers, for two right? beers. Two beers. And then on you the could kind of like walk out the back and and then go back and get two more. Put on a hat or go to a different bartender <laughs> or you know pretend you weren't there for a while. So right. we'll say two beers in quotes and air quotes and just depending on how crafty you are. And that it could was be four a huge six. upset when they got rid of it. Yeah. Well, the ten years ago or so, they Anheuser Busch sold them off. They don't own the park anymore. Right. So the new owners that was like the first thing to get rid of so mm-hmm. i mean i can get it because it's you're not a beer company so why would you still keep giving away free beer it's popular it's popular it brings <laughs> people around yeah so da, 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 they're bringing it back yeah new owners it's not affiliated with anheuser-busch at all just for this summer so far it's only it started on may oh, 1st oh i didn't know well, that it's a test run they're mm, running it from okay. may 1st to august 5th through the summer mm. to see how well it does to see if if it's something they want to continue ah gotcha and if it if people like it and you know they're gonna like it I, that's like one of those things you you bring, you bring it back and then come and then take it away again people are gonna complain you know oh, it's yeah, like absolutely and and what how are they gonna 
how are they going to measure that whether or not it's a success or not I guarantee you it'll be popular because it's free uh, I mean it's not free it's you have to pay to get in the park but I mean once you're in the park maybe to see a boost in attendance maybe there's a gift shop nearby if they see extra maybe more people know. buying stuff yeah. I don't know but it could um, just be a loss leader thing like hey this is a nice thing we're going to do well there is there is a little more to it there is going to be they just announced a brew uh, what is this called their brew club the brew club and okay. it's yeah the new brew club it's 79 dollars and to join the bush gardens brew club that okay. seems a little steep already i mean well, what's included okay well you get a mug okay. and that's and then you bit, get that's an expensive mug yes. <laughs> and then and this is the weird okay then you get 75 dollars off of, no sorry five dollar refills from about 20 different taps so you pay 80 bucks for the mug and they keep the mug there and then you pay five then you for pay five dollars per beer which is like Each beer yeah that's about what you pay, what you at pay a, for a beer for a beer anyway yeah. so I don't know what yeah. the exclusive. That's a very expensive. I mean, I guess the theme park beer is usually nine, ten, eleven bucks. So you're paying, getting half price beer, but you already paid eighty dollars, and you get to keep the mug. Maybe it's a really nice mug. Yeah. Maybe it's like gold plated or something. It's in that. It's near the Serengeti. Uh, it's near. It's overlooks the. It's this is its own thing. This isn't where the free beer is. So this over, oh, over overlooks okay, the gotcha. little the little savannah that they mm-hmm. have there so maybe it's exclusive maybe you can't go in there unless you paid your 80 bucks i don't know i mean i can see this being a thing if you're a big bush gardens pass holder and you're there a lot oh sure yeah. i mean it's definitely gonna oh you mean for the 79 right i uh, i don't know there's other I mean, there's other places that have done this around here where you buy a mug tampa Bay brewing company down down in ybor city in tampa has had this for a while where you buy a mug and you can decorate it any way you want, and then yeah. you can then and you, you leave keep it, it there, there. Right? yeah, yeah, and then you get like a discount. But that's like a bar that you just walk Doesn't into. Doesn't John Cena have a mug there? Didn't you tell me that? Uh, you're you're on the right track. Not John Cena. This was this wasn't Tampa Bay Brewing Company. This was Sarasota Brewing Company. Uh-huh. It was down in Sarasota, and we were in there, and it was a really cool little place. It's it had like an old bar smell, but in a, in the best way. It just smelled like old wood, you know. You can like imagine yeah, all totally. these. So we walked in there and there's all these bar uh, uh, mugs, beer mugs hanging all over the place with names on them. Yeah. And right in the middle of the bar was uh, Cal Ripken Jr. His name was on there, who Hall of Fame player for the Baltimore uh, oh, okay. Orioles. Baltimore, they do their spring oh, really? training. I wasn't close at all. It was totally You weren't even close. Sports. Well, you had, you were, you it had was, a sport. Cal Ripken, John Cena. You had, you had the C kind of right wow, wow you're really reaching i'm reaching <laughs> but it was neat i guess uh, baltimore they forever they've been doing their spring training right in sarasota and i guess cal ripkin lives in the area oh, okay. and he settled there and he comes in and his beer gotcha. mug was there so we asked to drink from it and he goes i can't let you do that but you can see it so that dude so cal if you're listening <laughs> yeah, and i, I know be, you are i would be annoyed yes i would be annoyed like, if, if someone was allowed to drink out of my beer mug <laughs> that's ridiculous so if you're listening cal i know you are we we didn't the guy at the sarasota brewing company wouldn't let us drink yeah. from your beer we have a, a, a big uh, a big baseball player following <laughs> yes we do maybe we do hey you never know there's a lot of ball players that live around here Scott Podsednik, who used to play for the White Sox, used oh, to live dear. like a block from here. I, I apologize to everyone who's not a baseball fan. Uh, I mean, to hey, we're going to do some minor league ball games this so, year. So what else you got? So this one, um, okay, this this goes back to a couple of uh, weeks ago. We were talking about Fast and Furious. I, I came across an article today in Orlando Weekly again. This is by Seth Kuberski. He's there, sort of one of Orlando Weekly's entertainment theme park guys. Okay. And he uh, had a final, he had a chance to ride... Fast and Furious Supercharged. Okay. And gave us his uh, initial think? reviews. Well, 
The headline of the article is, The new Fast and Furious Supercharged Attraction Might Be Universal's Biggest Misstep of the Decade. Oh. Womp, womp, womp. I don't know, man. I just thought it... The, I mean, obviously, I haven't ridden it yet, but I thought the video that I saw looked really cool. I think it... Is it going to be, you know, the Avatar ride, the Pandora ride? No, probably not. But it, is it... Is it an enjoyable ride? Sure. Well, he says that the, he's been on the Hollywood, California version of this, and there it's in the 3D. Yeah. This one's not in 3D, so right away you're missing something. But he said here, uh, he, the first time he rode this ride, he said, okay, I was maybe a little jet lagged and tired. Maybe I just, you know, let me let me take, maybe I just wasn't feeling it. Maybe okay. I just wasn't in the mood for it. Well, that's how I was with... Um Seven Dorks. Seven Dorks. Seven Dorks. We always say <laughs> always seven, seven Dorks. dorks. Seven Dwarves Mine Train the first time I wrote it. I think maybe we talked about this yeah. before, but that we waited in line for like an hour and a half a, or a two, two and hours. A two and a half hour line. Yeah. By the time you get and, on any ride, you're not like, in it anymore. I was like, this is not worth it. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's not worth it. But then I rode it with a fast pass and I was like, oh, that was a fun ride. So it, the, your state of mind definitely matters. Yeah. If you're tired or you're just not feeling it. But he said in the article, he said, to say I was underwhelmed by my first experience with Supercharged would be an understatement. And then he goes on to say, unfortunately, after more than a half dozen viewings, I'm ready to declare that this ride, Universal's biggest misstep of the decade. Wow. And Why? Then, well, just again, what Does we talked about before, reasons? it's just more too much reliance on um, 3D, not even 3D, just motion simulator screens. Half the rides over there are, are staring at a screen. And he said... That um, if anything good comes out of Supercharge, it could be the end of Universal's over-reliance on projection screens. So wow. this could be that ride that kind of tips everything in the other I mean, direction. I would really appreciate it if anyone listening to this podcast could tweet at us and let us know what you think about motion simulator rides. Because I like them. I don't get... I, I mean, I know you said that they are overdone, but I, I like them. I think that they're fun. I... They take up less of a footprint, so it's economical, but it's still a really good time and fun. And I don't know. I, I, I don't get the haters. I don't when get they're, the haters. When they're done well, they're fun. I think like Soren, Avatar, Simpsons, those are all done really well. But then like the um, Minion Ride and Jimmy Fallon, which are kind of right next door to each other, they're almost identical. They're like the same ride, except from what I've seen of Jimmy Fallon. We haven't but been out there yet. they're still fun. They're fun, but I'd rather go on another roller coaster or a big Hogwarts type attraction. I don't know. They're okay. I guess they're cheap to produce. Well, I don't know if they're cheap to produce, but I'll, I know that they're a smaller footprint, typically. Um, but but I would definitely like to hear everyone's feedback on that. Yeah, if so. you've been on this Fast and Furious, please let us know. I'd like to hear about it. But I was just thinking because this they they put you know this ride seems like it was fairly done fairly on the cheap. But I think that there was a lot of rumors about a new park that's coming up. They've got. They built a lot more land. They bought a lot of land, and there's rumors of a new park. There's basically a new Nintendo-themed park that's pretty much all been but confirmed. So a Nintendo-themed fourth park. Universal. Universal. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's going to be an, its own little uh, land or if that's going to be like a whole park. Okay. They, they could just be reskinning something. But I was just reading there's all these new rumors of, of new um, rides coming down at Universal. Isn't Nintendo like popular when we were kids yeah it still is though there's the wii the wii u there's know, all the mario and yeah, I guess. imagine how awesome like a mario like kart wii, ride wii would be U and everything is always kind of like the redheaded stepchild to the xbox and the playstation uh, maybe for us maybe no. maybe for certain people it's got a lot of loyal i think if it's done well people will show up like a mario kart ride how cool would that be yeah it'd be cool 
if it's cool. not a motion simulator, uh. you're actually riding, <laughs> throwing like banana right. peels and turtle shells right. at each other. Yeah. But I was seeing that it could be that Universal is just kind of holding back right now. Maybe it's just said, let's we're going to do this ride on the cheap because we've got a lot of big projects coming up, you know. Right. I actually read just today a article in SlashFilm.com. There's a bunch of rumored stuff coming. You're going to love one of these here. Uh, Harry Potter Ministry of Magic. That is a really strong rumor. The okay. Ministry of Magic ride is coming. A Jurassic World ride. Oh, or okay. Or attraction. And this is something I've talked about before for maybe changing that whole um, lost... What's that area in Universal? It's between... The area Poseidon's Fury? The Poseidon Fury area, right? Yeah. So, really, there are hot rumors now about a Lord of the Rings attraction, that a Lord of the Rings Ugh. ride might be showing up. Oh, it should still be Harry Potter. Oh, you can't do everything Harry Potter. But that's that's right there. Well. It's right there. They'll probably, it's already kind of themed that way They'll probably a build a new third park, and then they're going to put the Harry Potter in the third park, because... Oh, I'm fine with that. Four, if you count the <laughs> water park. Yeah, because they, they want to have Harry Make Potter in every park. Make an entire Harry that, Potter land. They're going to put a Harry Potter thing in every uh, in every park, because that's Good. what brings people... True. Puts butts in the seats. I like it. Let's do it. I vote yes. A Ministry of Magic ride based on those elevators would be really cool. That's the only thing I can picture them doing. Yeah, I can those, see that, definitely. Um, kind of a... Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror, but going like, up, down, but, back, yeah. and forth. Yeah, that would be cool. That's what I'm picturing. That would, would be really be. cool. I would like that. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be very, very cool. So that's all I have for our weekly news rundown. Wow, that was a lot of news. So that was I got, a lot of news this week. And uh, so recently, we'll move on to our next, our, kind of our topic of the day or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. We we went to um, Salt, Springs, Salt Springs State Park. Warner Boyce. Warner Boyce. I don't know who Salt Warner Sp- Boyce is, but Warner Boyce Salt Springs Park. I Yeah, I don't know. And it's a state park, right? It's a, it's a fairly new state park. It's actually, it's one of those state parks that you don't really realize is even there. Like, I think I've driven by this place like a bunch of times. Yeah. It's off of 19, US 19 in Port Ritchie. So it's, it's over on Pasco the Gulf Coast. County. Yep. Um, it was really, it was interesting because um, as we went out and we went kayaking here um, and we got a Groupon, it was a really good deal. And I think it's still on. It's Groupon. still on there. I'll actually put a link to the Groupon like on the page, and I don't know how long it'll be active for. We could stick it up there, and it'll only be good for a few I more weeks. I think we did it for like what was it, like twenty bucks or something? It was right? it was uh, twenty bucks for two hour uh, rent uh, for two a, a single or a tandem for twenty bucks for two hours. So really good deal. Yeah. So we all four went out. Um, we each got two tandem kayaks, and each of us had a kid in in each one, and we kayaked through amazing like mangroves areas and um and then out to like more of an it was more of an open area still surrounded by mangroves but it was like a larger um lagoon so to speak that then led out to the gulf yeah and the, the park is it's mangrove it's like ma- mangrove or i guess salt marsh or something like well, that they want to haul it yeah well it connects to a lake too that has a 300 and it's it's a it's they call it salt it's the where it's salt spring i thought was kind of weird like yeah, salty spring a, that doesn't make any sense it's connected to a natural spring so the ocean salt water mixes with the natural yeah. um fresh spring water and so it's like this brackish water at some point when yep. you get closer like to the to the lake area and they said something it was funny because when we got there there was a big sign that said watch out for alligators and, I'm thinking, there's and alligators i was in like salt water. Oh, alligators don't go in salt water very often. i mean you they have been known to go into salt water but it's very rare right so um so I was like, do you guys have a lot of alligators here? And she was like, and it was so funny because she she was like, no, 
we don't have alligators. And it was like, there's I was like, a sign there's right, a sign. Like right five feet away that says alligators here. <laughs> but she like, she was like looking at me like, this is salt water. No, we don't have alligators. It was funny. And so I'm like, well, I saw your sign. And she's like, oh, that's like more toward the yeah. lake area. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this lake and it said the, that it's a 351 foot deep lake. This li- It wasn't very wide. It looked like a little pond. It's 300. Well, we didn't go back to the lake. We area. we we saw it from like the little walkway. There's a little walkway. This park is more for. It's really more. It's more of a kayaking and canoeing park. There wasn't really too much in the way of nature trails. There was a little bit. Yeah. But this is a park you want to come out to just for kayaking. But we saw this little, little the little lake area that's I guess goes to 351 feet deep, which is that's pretty. It's more of like a sinkhole almost. And then water rushes out of that, and then it just spills out into the ocean. So it's not like a clear spring. Yeah. But you can go Although out there. it was very clear in the area that we were. I well, mean, the, the water the in the ocean, ocean. Yeah, that water was clear. That water was very clear. And um, and we we got a little treat, too, while we were out there. We got some friends we, hanging out with us. We had some really close dolphin encounters just yeah. right off our, our canoe. Were there, our there were three there or four? There was three or four. I want to say there was four of them. Yeah, and they, they were nearby us. I mean, not like right nearby us, but pretty close. 20, 30 feet away. Yeah. They came up. They... You could see their fin, their tail, and they would hump up and yeah, go back and down. Go, psh, and the know. water was pretty shallow through most of those, so I don't know what they were doing. I mean, for they most like of they were playing a lot, and they were like were curious. They were coming to see what was going on. You know, yeah, it was cool. There must be some deeper spots because most of that kayaking it was like a pretty wide open like bay, I guess, surrounded by mangroves. Yeah. But if I took my kayak paddle and stuck it in the ground, I it was, was hitting like bottom most of the time. Four, four yeah, feet, maybe five. Most feet. of the time, yeah. yeah. And um, there was a couple of really shallow spots. Like yeah, I got grounded one time, yeah. but I was really close to the shore. So but then, um, but then there were some deeper spots too. And then we went a little bit further out. We kind of went got out of the lagoon and into like the area where the actual Gulf. Yeah, was. this is right. This is where like the inshore meets the meets the Gulf right here. And it was crazy because they have there's actual like stilt houses out there off of Pasco County. Yeah. Like you, I mean, I had no idea they were there. They're a ways out there. Like you, they're, they're very distant. Like you didn't know what they were at first. Like you thought it was a boat. At first I looked out there and I'm like, what is that out there? I saw this big thing on the horizon and I thought it was yeah. a ship, like a cruise ship. But, and there are cruise ships on the Gulf that you'll see, sure. but not there. Like we were north of the, of Tampa Bay, like north of the mouth of Tampa Bay. Yeah. And it's you, not deep enough well, there, you right? wouldn't see one there because usually you'd see them south because they come out of the bay and they go south go to toward the like the Caribbean right. to the Keys and stuff. So I'm like, what is that? It's not a, and then we got closer and closer to it. Well, and I thought. I realized it was a house out on the water. Well, I thought at first that it was net camps because, um, through through my work actually I deal with I've, I've dealt with some of this stuff but there are these old timey net camps that there was tons and tons of them back in like the 20s and 30s and it's where like fishermen would come and like they dry out their nets and it's like a little a little hut basically on stilts in the water um so I thought it was net camps but those were actually houses those so, those out there that we saw do people, people live, in live them? out there. people live in them right now yeah yeah What's your commute to work like? Are they that must be like the biggest know, hermit probably, situation it's ever? It's probably worth it. I tell you what, but I don't. I think that that's like not allowed anymore. Like you couldn't get them now, and if anything ever happens to them, they could never rebuild them. But so there's people um, living in those things. I, that's that was. I learned later that was that was the case. Yeah. I looked it up how far out they were. So our paddle when we when we started paddling from the rental spot out yeah. there, that was about a two mile paddle. So we had made it about two miles out. Okay. And then I saw, I went on Google Maps and I checked the little measurement thing and those houses were about another mile out. 
So we probably okay. could have made it out there if oh, we really it wanted like to. It seemed like it was further than that. They looked really small and yeah. very like blurry. Fuzzy, they probably you know? weren't as like, big as they probably. It's like the size of a house a mile away. Yeah. So I hmm. want to check that out next time we go out there. I want to go out and get closer to one of those houses and check that out. They because, probably they'll be like, "Get off my lawn." Well, they were just far <laughs> out. It's it felt kind of weird to paddle a mile out into the Gulf. Like by then you weren't like right. in an inshore area anymore. You yeah. would be out in open water. Yeah. And we had the kids with us, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to take this little rental kayak out, way out that far. Well, and the re- that was the other thing is the rental kayaks were actually they were good kayaks, but they were fast. I mean, with two they paddlers, were. we got out pretty good. So I, I mean, I would. I, I mean, they weren't uncomfortable. I mean, by the by the end of how long were we out there? About two hours. About well, two hours. we had a two hour rental, and I think we pulled back in with a, like ten or fifteen minutes left. Yeah. So by the end of that time, I think all of us were kind of like, okay, I'm ready to get out. You know, because yeah, they my, weren't like they weren't like super comfy, but yeah, my they weren't was hurting. They weren't uncomfortable to the point where like you can't sit in them for long. You know, I mean, I, I was fine for an hour, hour and a half. But we decided that if we're gonna buy kayaks, we're kind of the market for some kayaks of our own. We don't want to get that kind of seat style because it was hurty. Well, after a couple hours. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I do I do want to recommend it because I I, ha- I think we had a really great time. We saw amazing dolphins. It was a beautiful area. Um, really good price. Um, were the kayaks, you know, $1,000 kayaks? No, but they, they were, were fast. They two- were nice kayaks and um, and they weren't they weren't uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> they weren't uncomfortable till you were sitting down over two hours but i've got the group on here i'll put it up on the uh show notes and i'll, I'll actually put it up on the facebook too yeah yeah so i don't know how long definitely. it'll be good for but there you go it's a it was a really good deal 20 bucks for two hours yeah it for, was a, for good a tandem deal. kayak and we had a great time it was a really great day just make sure you take your sunscreen because it was it was definitely a a, a good way to get sunburned and a place sure. to put your phone because I didn't have a ziplock or anything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, although we asked the lady if you if she had any like plastic bags or anything, and she gave us like a little she phone us, carrier yeah, case, a which was thing. really nice until I, mean, I dropped it in the water. Well, I'm glad that you dropped it in the water. <laughs> In the case instead of like not in the case. Well, I took my phone out of the thing. She let us borrow it to be real nice. Oh, that's I, right, you did. I put my phone in it. I took my phone out in order to take some pictures, and then because you couldn't take pictures with it in there. Yeah, and then the wind came and knocked the thing into the water, and I had to give her back this. Yeah, if you have a if thing you have a, water. Um, a waterproof case, that's probably best. Um, if not, then bring a Ziploc bag because you can at least with a Ziploc bag you can at least still take pictures. And you stuff can just stick it in your pocket. Yeah. If it drops in the water, it won't float, but... You go swimming. Yeah, you go swimming. Where's, where are your bathing suit? <laughs> so that was this week's a little Florida adventure. We'll yeah. try to do, we'll, we'll, as we do more what, of these... Did we these, see any other animals? I felt like we... we lots saw, of fish. We saw just a lot. We saw some snook and some... And we saw some redfish, just kind of lots of birds. Um, it's one of those really cool birding spots. Birds, yeah, a lot of birding, birding. Just those mangroves are awesome for that kind of thing. It, yeah, it was really great. Um, and definitely the dolphins were the highlight. So I mean, we can't guarantee that you'll see dolphins if you go, but but we did. We see dolphins a lot. Dolphins are uh, something that you tend to see. More often than not, when you know what you're doing, I see them there. I've seen them at Fort DeSoto, Sunshine Skyway. They're there all yeah. the time. Yeah, you got scared by one. Where was that? Was that Fort, Fort DeSoto? De I was yeah. kayaking at Fort DeSoto, and one of them came up and blew his blowhole about five feet behind me. <laughs> I was like, "What is I wish, that?" I wish you'd gotten. I wish you'd gotten overturned from being startled. That would have been a funny sight. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I had all my fishing stuff with me. It would have dumped it all in the water. Oh, yeah. I guess that would have been bad with salt water, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's. I'm glad that didn't happen. Maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. You're good. I'm good. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you download your podcasts. Please share us with your friends and family to help us grow. It really actually does help, believe it or not. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Florida Podcast. And search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. 